Let's go. Follow me. All these snitches calling me. All your girls be calling me. No, don't like you. Agree to disagree. I'm proud of this and I'm proud of me. Ten. Nine. Eight. Eight. Seven. 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 Six. Six. Five. Six. Four. Three. One. One. Three quarters. Ten. Go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Red Bull Podcast. Episode six. Boogity, boogity, Let's get podcasting. Cool. I'm Adam Layden, joined by Thomas the Dad, Jack the Hunter, Kieran the Tool, and special guest for today's podcast, Kale the Mulholland. I'm back, boys. I'm back. You're a so he is. When was the last episode you were on? Episode two? Because yeah, I, I think I was kicked off episode three. Hang on, no, 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 no. Before anyone says anything, I just want to acknowledge Cal has never listened to an episode of the podcast. I thought he literally quit the podcast, so no, he wasn't kicked off. He's just a trash human being that didn't want to be on the I'm podcast. Sorry. I'm sorry, no. You did kick me off the podcast for dissing Adam once, and you kicked me off the Zoom. <laughs> that is how it went down. You said the podcast no. was dead. No, someone else said the podcast was dead, and I relayed it to you. No, you said it. Kyle, have you listened to every episode of this podcast? You know what? I'm going to be straight up. I haven't. No. What? What episodes have you listened to? I've listened to one, two, and three, and that's it. So you don't even know what the hell's going on at all. You don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> you don't know what's going wow. on. <laughs> <laughs> what a n- <laughs> Jack Hunter, ladies and gentlemen, has just kicked Cal Holland from the Zoom call. I think that might be the end of his career in podcasting on this one anyway. Um, I feel bad for him a little bit. He came with so much energy. But you know what? I also I don't feel sorry for him for getting kicked off. I feel sorry for him for not listening to the last two episodes. I mean, what was he going to bring? He didn't know what was going on. He wants to come back in. Yeah, he can. He can. It's the same thing. Give the man a shot. What was he going to talk about? He, he hasn't listened to any of the podcasts. Is Kyle coming on this one or not? I'd, I'm reluctant yeah. to let him on, but whatever. I think we give him a chance, and if he fails, here he is. All right, are we ready to go? Wait. Do you start again? No, bef- bef- before we start, I want an apology from Cal. I was just about to do that, all right? I'm sorry that I've had a complete disregard for this podcast. It's a strong community, and I've just had a complete disregard for it. And I know that I've done wrong, and I know that I've not been the best sort of co-host for this podcast. I'm not even valid being named co-host. It's I'm sorry. I'm going to stop you right there. Can you just put your mic like a few centimetres off your mouth? Here I can breathe. It's just... Mate, you shut the... Glad so that you're alive, but uh, we can just back up a little bit. We're good. Every... Apology accepted. Thanks, Adam. Provided that you listen to every other podcast episode straight after this and provide good content this episode.
Dad, yeah, get, your, get your nipples off the screen. Welcome to the Red Milk Crime Podcast, episode 6. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Adam Layden, joined by Jack the Hunter, Tom's the director, and the tool, and special guest, Kyle. I would say the Mulholland, but his last name isn't appearing on my thing. So we're joined by Kyle. <laughs> um, this realise that a person's got a funny. He's back after his episode hiatus. Um, yeah, he doesn't really know what's going on, but that's all right. He's here. We've forgiven him, provided he provides good content. And does a few other things for us on the side. Um, play on. How has the last few weeks been for us boys? Good. Great. Well, I think I think I think it's fair to say that a lot's happened. Um, we've seen. We'll talk about this later. We've seen a few people try and get Olympic qualifiers. We've seen quite a few different COVID outbreaks in different states. We've seen some people miss out on big races and people do big things to get to races. We've obviously got the Gold Coast Marathon coming up in. A week's time um that more of that to come later but i think definitely there's a lot to talk about today so without further ado thanks for everyone for joining us and for supporting us yeah i'm gonna go off on a limb here just before we get to the running shit and before i forget i'm gonna ask a question that i wrote down the other day because i want to talk about it on here completely unrunning related so get excited you boys are all very qualified to answer this question right <clears throat> it's a shit call, good call. I think it's a good call. In no particular order. Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Levitating by Dua Lipa featuring DaBaby. And Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo are arguably the top three pop songs of all time. Love story. Love story. Stop the cat. Love story. Peace can you whoa, 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 whoa. can you just say that again but without the muffle? Can <laughs> without the muffle? Love Story by Taylor Swift is the best pop song ever made. Oh, is it pop? What else would it be? It wasn't on the country charts. Oh, let's Google it. Oh, we've up the old Spotify now. Genre is love story by taylor swift this could be controversial or country heavy, pop heavy it metal. says country pop doesn't count now. country pop is that its own genre yeah there's a country like... pop it says pop in it so that wasn't the question wasn't it? it was straight pop i don't know but i'm still right though realistically so you honestly think that that's better than Party in the USA? Uh, well, maybe not Party... Oh, actually. Why is Party in the USA even in that conversation? Oh, Why? Yeah, right. so are you saying it's too good to be in the conversation? Or are you saying... I don't think it's good it's enough. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. <laughs> I'm about to leave the call. I'm honestly about to leave the call. I hate the call. I hate... I reckon Levitating is pretty decent, both because it's got a rapper in it and because it's just got a... It's, it's catchy, but... In saying that, I feel I did see a pretty cool remix of Good For You on SoundCloud that really got me going. Like, it was a, one of those real rave remixes. So I think it depends what context you're talking. Mm. The normal context of the song. non Obviously, I'm talking about the straight version. But if you, if there, there are people who say that they don't rate Levitating or don't like it. Same with Good For You. Well, you're lying. Did you mention... Lying. I don't That's the biggest cover I've ever heard in my life. 
Wait, have Bottom you Levitate. have you not mentioned the one? Love song takes it, boys. That wasn't love song. <laughs> you played the wrong. You played the wrong love song. That was love song. or something. I said love story. That is that is that is a better one. Oh, you talk about love song by Taylor Swift, your boss. No, it's called love story. You love story. Love story. Love story. Jack, kick him. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> don't what? kick him, don't kick him. Why don't did he kick him? Oh. I'd feel so bad for him. <laughs> Country pop no. song, Kale. There's a love also, story. Also, interesting to note that uh, society has claimed Michael Jackson and Kylie Minogue the king and queen of pop. So. Interesting that their songs aren't really in the conversation at all. That's because you didn't put them in there. I don't think any of would you would you put them in there? See, I, I love Michael Jackson so much. I'm a huge Jackson fan. But he was the best selling album of all time. How in the mix? No, I wouldn't put I just think those three songs are just they just hit different. I think they just they just hit a different bone. No, hang on. I feel like pop is current. Uh, here's one, uh, from, uh, if I can find it. Hang on, I'll get there eventually. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Would you say Blinding Lights deserves to be mentioned? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Uh, Kylie Minogue, Queen of Pop. This song was ahead of its time. Factual. I love that song. I can't get you out of my head. out of my head. This song... Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Layton. Can't get you out of my head, boy. You're alone. All I think about. Say that song. That's why she's called the Queen of Pop. And that song, don't tell me that it wasn't ahead of its time, because it was. I'm what was it made? Google when, when it was it released? Out. I'm Googling it. 2007. Uh, get you out of my head. Well, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Alright, 2008. Yeah, 2000... 2000... No, 2001, brother. <laughs> oh. I'll just Google it. 2001. 20 years ago, and it still slaps. It sounds like a modern-day banger. No, it doesn't. But... However, however, with that said, party in the USA, good for you, and levitating, just uh, hit hold, hold different on. spots. Yep, Jack. Just, go, go ahead, Jack. Why levitating and not blinding yeah. lights? Look, blinding lights is just, I don't, I didn't, look, good song. Not it's a lot of 80s. Not in that top tier category. Look, Levitating's just a tune, man. And then the baby's verse comes in, you know? It's like... Uh, yes, uh, Dowdy. Uh, yeah. That destroys the pop. I think Mirrors by Justin Timberlake. No. 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 No, you're wrong. You're wrong. That's your opinion. I think... Overall... Throwback. Throwback. Throwback to that time I said... Adam thinks he's never wrong. This is that time again. It is. We're, we're living he asks for our opinion, again. and then he doesn't accept he our, opinion. our opinion. He asks for our opinion. Oh, my God. 
I will Hold actually call that. Kick him. Okay, kick him. <laughs> Can we clarify? Does, is Daft Punk in this or is that techno? That's techno, I think. But it, it's Hang it's on, recent. It's so it's R&B, isn't it? So Justin Timberlake is known as an R&B artist. I don't think yeah. you can, no, but you can't argue genres. If you're gonna say Levitating is a full-on pop song, but there's a rapper in there rapping. It's If you look at the musicality of Levitating, it is a pop song. Yeah, but it turns pop Thank rap. You. What do you I mean? A, I would say that there's a rapper in a pop song. Like, let's not argue about this too much. But like, if you look at the musicality, you look at the beat. You look at the lyric, the way the lyrics are written. No, but yeah. if it was just it the no, but if it was just the baby on the same beat, it would just be pop rap. So why does it change now? You have, isn't it fifty fifty? No, that would be rap. No, it wouldn't. It'd be rap. Yeah. There's different genres of rap. I would say that it's a pop song with a rapper, but if it was the baby on that beat, it would just be a rap with a pop beat. That's called pop rap. I'm one of the greatest, ain't no debating on it. I'm still levitated, I'm heavily medicated. Ironic, I gave him love and they end up hating on me. She told me she loved me and she been waiting. Been fighting hard for your love and I'm running thin on my patience. Needing someone to hug, even took it back to the basics. No, no. See, you say there's a lot of you put ifs in here, Jack. It's not, though. I didn't say the word but if. I'm saying it is pop rap. Alright, let's just say that Levitating um, have you have you way, been on the Spotify charts, mate? No. I think Jack has, so just this is DMRI. Uh sorry, are you featured on his album? Yeah, mate. Intro, mate. You're yeah. the intro. Yeah. Be quiet. Yeah. Isn't it? Unreleased. Anyway, uh good for you. Where do we think good for you sits? The great song. I, I rate it. I think there are people out there who don't want to like it, but they do. You know what? Can I say something for a second? I think that <clears throat> Good For You is overplayed just because it's on TikTok and social media so much. I think it's a good song musically speaking and mm. the, and obviously Olivia Rodrigo has a lot of talent and it is like in itself a Lots good song. Talent. I just think it is overplayed <laughs> I can't put it first. I've heard too much of it. Okay. Oh, it's still a good uh, song though. Okay. I'm probably gonna get kicked off the chat off this. Don't say it. Say. Just I wouldn't say right. it. I wouldn't take the chance, man. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, I'd do you want? Do you want me to say it? Do you want to send it oh, to me? Oh, and I'll no. say it. Just say no, it. No, no, no. I've I deleted. Go ahead, mate. I actually haven't heard any a full Olivia Rodrigo song either. I, I'm speaking from just seeing the 15 second TikToks, and I. I'd say that it's a good song. It's not these songs really my type of music. I'd have to say I'm very into the rap and you know the Melbourne club techno EDM kind of scene. So <laughs> a little bit out of my area, but I definitely I can definitely recognise the musical prowess or the talent and the hard work of other genres. And I would say that Levitating and Good for You both have actually a lot of musicality to them that pe- most people wouldn't understand. Mate, you should run for office, mate. Like, run for president? For office, you yeah. Like, <laughs> All right. Runners, 500k a year, and rap music is compulsory to, to as a subject at school. <laughs> what would we say about Michael Jackson in, in the conversation? Oh, mate, of probably Charles, mate. <laughs> mate. What yeah, song, what un- song, un- what un- song would you say? 
proven innocent in a court of law. Being Michael Jackson is um, still alive. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Excluding Michael Jackson's allegations of what he has done, criminal history wise, I think as in the studio, as yes, as, as an artist, excluding whatever he does in his spare time or who, um, he's a, I think he kind of stands alone in terms of where he is as an artist, just because of what he's done and because he's so unique. There's something very unique about Michael Jackson and what he did with his musical career that needs to be recognised. Game changer. Well said. However, however, I mean, tell me you hear this and don't just get hard. Well, hold up. Check my pants, not hard. (laughs) Yeah, all good. But when you get this though. Just listen to that riff. Is that riff not just, oh. That is a good, it's a good thing. When this comes on. Nah, it's not the same. Look, you, you can't, you know how much no, I love No, just listen, mate, just listen, mate. Yeah, righto. I forgot how long Wait, wait, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Oh, hold up, actually, is that rock? Because it is Van Halen, so... Wait. We're going to skate to one song, one song only. That's That's good. Cool. I am white. I don't have an N word pass. Respect that, mate. Respect that. But that's what the song is. So I think everyone knows that the song is mm, in Paris. Um, I think that that song is a tune. Like when you hear that beat come on, I don't know anyone that does not recognize that song. Like I think that is the key to a real successful song. If the first, if you recognize the song and it catches you in the first five seconds, it's gonna go, take you places. And it's gonna but see that. That's what all those other songs do for me, though. That's what I reckon. Fucking turn that off. <laughs> Dad, what the fuck are you doing? Kanye, Jay Z, and J. Cole. I think lyrically speaking, J. Cole has like the, uh, my favorite kind of lyrics. Like he. Yes, agreed. I'm a big, no. big J. Cole fan. Like, both because he's an athlete and a rapper, and because of all the stuff that he says in his songs, he's amazing. But. In terms of career-wise, obviously Kanye and Jay-Z have both killed it probably a bit more than J. Cole at this stage in terms of how much money they've made and how many listeners they've had. But in terms of whose music I like the most, I'd have to actually go with J. Cole. Yes, Kieran. See, that's why you're a good boy. Good boy. J. Cole, best lyrics. Kanye and Drake, most hits and best hits. And Drake was not in his Drake. Drake was not in his Drake. Drake is the Black. 
Name one song where Jake missed. 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 Name one song in the game, like today, Junior. Like, like the stuff that J Cole is saying is of substance. Like, not only is he talented with how he says it, but what he's saying is very good. Like, it's, it's got a message. And I thought about your newest kid. This song is shit. It's called Hello. Oh, do I do now? Cause if we ever got together. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it's not good. So like the beat, it's almost like his, he's almost like he's battling the beat the entire time. It's the only song that I don't like from him. Okay. Daddy, you had your hand up. You may speak. I think Jay Z is better. Or Jay Z. Then who? Uh, both, both of them. But why? Both of who? Who's who? Better than who? J. Cole and Kanye? Oh, probably even with Kanye. Better than J. Cole, I think. No. Yeah. I, 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 no, I accept it, but I just, yeah. I just think Drake has so many bangers. Drake's got, as you said, he's got more slaps than the Beatles. Drake is... No, no, no. You're comparing Drake to the Beatles. He dominates it. I'm not saying Drake is better than the Beatles. You, I'm saying you Drake has so many. That dude, that is not what I said. I said, as Drake says, he's got more slaps than the Beatles. That's what Drake said in his raps. Drake does have a lot of slaps. Whether whether it's more or less than the Beatles is up for debate. But he's wrong. He's wrong. Drake, Drake, yeah. Drake rarely misses. He's not wrong, though. I'm not sure he's ever missed. He's not... You know what? Sorry. Jack Hunter, the hunter, can back me up here. An artist that has not missed this entire year, Lil Baby. Yeah, Lil Baby. And he just won won at the Bet Awards Best Male Rapper. That guy has not missed on a single verse or or feature or song. Like, he has killed it this year. Yeah, you want to know... No, if Adam Layden says Drake has had hits... Drake's number one hit this year Watson was carried with little baby. Yeah, carried was by little baby. Carried. Now bitch, this gun ain't gonna jam and I blow ain't missing. I'm dropping hit out the hit, I'm just chilling, but I send a hit while I chill my children. Bigger the business, the bigger the office. Best beats I've ever heard. Like that just oh gives me tingles. He went off. He went he went he that boy was blessing. Look, I'm just saying, Drake. Like, when, whenever Drake releases a song, you just know it's going to be good. It's just going to be good. Another another boy that you rarely misses, um, Kid Leroy, obviously. <laughs> My old homie from back in the days at Sacred Heart. Uh, I, I like his music. And um, who, who else was I going to say? Oh, uh, R.I.P. Juice World. Juice World. Uh, oh, Gee, really Juicer was a great freestyler. He is. Alright. 
going to get kicked off again for this. But it is kind of a butter. Um, Drake, nah, he shit. Um, any, any rapper with like Lil or shit in front of their name, it just pisses me off and I think they're ruining music. And music before 2000, music before the 2000s was... Uh, all right, can we talk about some of the US Olympic trials now? Like the burrito? Mate, there's so much to cover. It's Actually, before we talk about burritos, what do you have in your burrito? <laughs> um, Ola. Pork. How's your eating training going? Pork. <laughs> um, it's a good question. It's been a while since I've had a burrito. Hmm. That's a good question. A year or doesn't count as a burrito, does it? No. Well, you just That's said it, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever had a burrito then. Oh, Thomas, how's your eating training going? <gasps> yeah, good, mate. Um, had a good That's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, July the something. Um, had a, he, had a, he had a golden opportunity to come train with me and Dylan Traber at at the place where the event's taking place this afternoon, right, but, but um, this, and this was my argument. He quite unquote couldn't be. F- no, I did not say that. You put those put those words in my mouth. Um. So this is my argument. So they wanted me to come and train. Do you want me to show a, you? I can actually show you if you want. They wanted me to train for this Euros, um, eating competition. And then I was thinking, like, marathoners don't do a marathon to train for a marathon. And then I thought, well, I'm not going to eat it. Mm. What, Kyle? Disturbing me again. They sometimes Who? do. Who? Mate, some of the Kenyans would go for like 40 something K long run. Yeah, but not at their race pace. Not at their race pace. Yeah, but a marathon is the distance, not the pace, is it? Yeah, but it's training, so I can't interval a year off for an AB. Oh, no, you just said marathoners don't do a marathon. Okay, to train for a marathon. Yeah, no, please don't kick me. Nah, I'm gonna have to. I, for one time in my life, I might have to side with Cal. You've been caught in your own lies there, Dad. <laughs> yeah, him. we didn't even tell him he had to eat two ABs. You could have just oh, eaten yeah. one. Yeah, just kick him. It's tempting oh, no. offer. If you transfer $100 in my account, I will kick him. How much? $100. Uh, no, just because you were wrong. Don't. <laughs> you've got my details. Yeah, I think I do actually. If the, if everyone doesn't transfer me five million dollars right now, I will not have twenty five million dollars. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> all good. Um, but yeah, no. In, in all honesty, I just couldn't be bothered driving forty minutes collectively to eat a euros, which I think is completely fair. Many log. Just, mate, you can get two ABs delivered to your house. That's training right there, mate. True. Have you been doing that? No. <laughs> Basically, moral of the story is Thomas didn't want to come hang out with me and Dylan today because he didn't because he couldn't be bothered. And that <laughs> I was watching Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, all right? <laughs> Which is one of the oh, best. Charlie, and the, respect, Charlie respect. and the Chocolate Factory will be there when we when you got home. No, but, I rented it. I rented it, and it. 
Yeah, I'm a 48 hour rental period and also could have run out, mate. You never Show know. Show me the receipt. Show me the receipt. Show me the receipt. Yeah. Did things I, I, I did things so. Screenshot <laughs> it. Take a photo of it. Many ways. But I could have got stuck down there or something. Something could no, have gone you, badly wrong. No, we would have got you there. Yeah, the old road I could have. The old AI could have blown up going. The old note about you also know that your computer could have blown up on your lap while you're watching it too. So there's a risk either way. You can still well, watch then... it at home. No, not if your computer explodes, mate. TV. One, two, three movies. One, two, three movies. Nah, bored. Not if his computer's exploded, you bot. No one's listening. Sorry. Sorry. Jesus. Mr. Meters of the Week, who wants to lead us off? I did not, because I have not thought of mine yet. Someone go first. Um, okay. Um, Mr. Meaner, last podcast, throw it up. Remember on the podcast how I said I wasn't going to bleep certain names? Get a message from Adam threatening me. He threatened me at knife point to bleep names or he would take law action. Um so the podcast was under threat here lads um by one of our own um so yeah that was a misdemeanor i give my misdemeanor now yeah before 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 adam goes off all right my misdemeanor is that i've just spent quite a lot of money and quite a lot of driving time to get up to gold coast for the half marathon and now i am worried that it actually might not be on we'll talk about this more misdemeanor of the week is that I might have to start my half marathon debut in a mask. Oh, shit. No, I've always laughed at, you know, pictures of people doing it, and now it's going to be me. So, yeah, can't, can't wait for that. Mate, you could no, be stuck in South Australia and not, have, not being able to race, so always look at the bright side of life. How long do you have to wear the mask for? I don't know. It's unspecified. We, we just, I literally just saw a news article that says that everyone's starting the race off to wear a mask until they get some clear space, apparently. Oh, well, that won't be too hard for you. You'll be leading, uh, I'll just, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know about leading, but I think once, once things thin out a little bit, it will be a little bit um, easier to breathe. All right. Is it my turn for Mr. Manor? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's always good. Can a Mr. Bane uh, be a good thing as well? Yeah. 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 Anything. Uh-huh. I've got two here. I've got, I've got a bad and a good. So, today, I start in term three, and I walk into my psychology class, and out of the t- two people, there's two blokes. Get you so to it, mate. <laughs> mate, I'm sitting here listening to the absolute bullshit that is psychology, the fake science, and bought it. He just muted himself. <laughs> oh my god! All right, and then the good. The other, all right, so the good Mister Man was I'm leaving <laughs> Woolies and I'm going back to the nut store. So. Come down to South Australia, mate. Can have to swing by the 
Pretend you're South Australian up on, mate. So. Are you telling me that I can get discounted nuts if I come to South Australia? That's all. Don't say no more. Nobody. Hey. I don't know about discount, discounted nuts, but yeah. All right. How's it going, Adam? Go nah, Dowdy, go. I need to think of a Mr. Man. Oh. Um, uh, Jackie, go. I'm trying to think of one. Really should have thought it's of already this gone. Already. I'll go again. It's already gone. Um, go again. Oh, let's have a think. There's that <laughs> here. That's a bit of a Mr. Man. <laughs> Oh, Just said Benny Cartwright spurred on one. Race day. Nothing, nothing. Well, you shat your pants. You couldn't finish your KFC. <gasps> he didn't oh. finish your zing on. Actually, no, that, that's a good one. So, <clears throat> we raced on um, Saturday. I must have had something bad to eat the night before. And I shat three times before the race. Three times. And I had to wipe so much that I got in the bath that night and my butthole was literally <laughs> literally stinging. And I was like, I was really confused. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why is my butthole stinging? And I was like, fucking, what is going on? And it must have been all the fucking one-ply toilet paper from the public toilets. I was like, oh, this is not, not ideal. <laughs> well, that was, yeah, not ideal, but... You live and you learn. Tuffy. Dad's fucking bring your own, butthole. Bring your own three-ply toilet paper to the races. Yeah. <laughs> Kleenex. Kleenex. The Kleenex or whatever it's called. That that stuff is the best toilet paper. Bleach. Soft, soft on your toe. No, uh, the... Cle what is it? Kleenex or something? Kale bleach is his asshole. Fucking <laughs> gay. She just bleached her asshole and I get bleach on my... <laughs> Alright, Adam, you go, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I missed me happened a couple of weeks ago on Sunday. Um, I'm going camping with a couple of mates um, next week. Um, on Sunday last week, got the boys come around because uh, we were busy in the afternoon. So I said, come here, 9.30 in the morning. Um, BCF opens at 11. We were going to go buy a tent. Um, so come around 9.30, do a bit, bit of planning and then, uh, head off to BCF. Um, so we're there at 11, right? Finished the planning early. We were like, screw it. Let's just get going. Headed down to Mile End and it was about 10.35. So, uh, let's just dip into Anaconda across the road, which is already open. Went to Anaconda, lots of good stuff there. Um, uh, so then we were like, oh, I should probably still go to BCF though. Went to BCF, nothing there, trash can. So I went back to Anaconda, was, toss, was tossing up between a $200 and $300 tent. Um, got some man to talk to us. Bought, uh, bought the $300 tent plus wheel and I bought like a $5 hex. Then um, went to the cashier lady. She goes, do you want to sign up for the member benefit? I was like, um, yes, please. Uh, so gave her name, number, postcode, all that jazz. Um, then uh, she goes, yeah. So that comes, she goes, that comes down to one ninety four for you guys today. And I said, I said, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
come down from three hundred and thirty dollars to a hundred and ninety-four. Oh. And I said, "Honey, where are my pants?" Because my pants are just gone. I was just, I was blessing. I couldn't. I couldn't even. I couldn't even. I could. I couldn't even at this point. I said, oh my "You God, got I just to be losing hear. money." <laughs> I couldn't even. So I've got a discount of over like a hundred bucks. Kim, there are people dying. How many rooms was this Um, Yeah. So that was my misdemeanor. How many people did this Four person tent. I think you didn't get like a double swag or something. Those things are so worth it. Yeah, those swags. They are hot and wet. We didn't know we got a discount. Um... Right, boys, I'm going to have to leave the meeting. Please talk about running and don't forget to do a COVID quote at the end. Goodbye, listeners. It's been an honor. I'll see you next episode. XX. So long. See you, mate. It's time to talk about running. So on the next part of the podcast, let's talk about running, boys. So who wants to go first? Tell us how your running's been going. Tell us about the big events that have been happening and are about to happen. Um, Let's go. Well, I reckon the under-20 state 10,000-metre champion should start off with this one. All right, off you go. Come on. Yep, go on, Kyle. Go on, Thomas. Um, so, on the weekend, we had the Road 10K Championships. Not going to lie, it was at a fucking garbage time. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. Um, so, pretty much, the race was rather dead. Um, all credit to the guy who won, though. Very good run. Um, but since it was a week before Gold Coast, it was like, I don't even know how many entrants was it. How, how many people do you reckon there were? Less than 150. Overall, that's including, like, four races. The 5K, yeah. That's tiny. It was fucking shit. Um, so the winner won in, like, 3140. Uh, it's a good run, don't get me wrong, but... I don't know. I can SSA need to replan that next year. Definitely. Um, to actually get some proper big dogs out. Um, but, yeah, no, it was good fun. Got a PB, dipped under 32, which was nice. Um, yeah. Right about it. How about you, Kale? So, boys, just a quick question. Yeah. For those who don't know, what time has the race started? Because you said it was at a weird time or something. Like a weird time in the running calendar. Like, oh, they got Gold yeah. Coast, like, this weekend. I don't know, yeah. and they had, like, yeah, 10K chance. Saying, your, your race was also at 9.30, and that's pretty whack, so... That's pretty oh. late. Yeah, it's late, but... Yeah. Uh, all good. All uh, right, my run at the moment. I'd, uh, on the cross-country scene, oh, I've had some good runs. But when I, when I go to the road, it all seems to fall apart, so... 5k, I'm just going to say. Went into it feeling pretty flat. And I finished it feeling pretty dead. So, did 15.41, I think, for the 5k. Pretty dog shit. Uh, dropped off at 3k. Not really much to say. So, yeah. No good. No all good, good at all. How about you, Coxon? No comment. Come on, mate, I talked about my race. Nah. Jack. 
Nah, mate. I've had to talk about my shit national so many times. Come on. I know. I didn't. I didn't run shit. I I thought I ran well, but I just don't want to talk about. It. Oh my, no, no. Alright, can I talk about Jack's race then? Yes, you can. Alright, so, I've had a bit of a chat, chat to Jack the Hunter before and after his race, and what the advice I gave him was give it a crack. A lot of people, when it comes to a longer race, the, not even the first time they do it, they do it all the time, is they take it out, say they're going to take it out conservatively because they're pussies. And I can tell you now that Jack is not a pussy, and I have a lot of respect for him because he had a go. And yes, he did... It, Blew up a little bit in the last couple of K, but not unusual for your first 10K, and it was a really good dig for him. And I, I honestly really respect him for having having a dig and not being worried to put himself out there. And he actually we respect him well. for running a 5K PB in that race as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fucked. you got to give yeah. it a go. you you like, you got to take risks in this sport, and the people that just never take risks never get anywhere. So, you know what? It's a great start. Props to him. So good work, Jack. For everyone who's coming over to SA for the um, National Cross... Just don't. Just don't. Just don't. <laughs> this course is going can to I be... Can I have an exemption pass, please, so I can come? Garbage. You can oh, if yeah. you want to run a shit course, mate. It's... This course just... is fucking rubbish. Oh, okay. But the thing is, they've held National Cross Country there before, though. Have they? Yeah, in like 98 or something. No. Oh. Why can't I just have it at Oak Bank, where it's good? Honestly, honestly, I would froth that, mate. And they've had, had it there before, at Oak exactly. Bank, and yeah. it looked like proper cross-country. Shit looks nutty, yeah, literally. Instead of running past a freaking COVID centre. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it does tell you your speed on the little speed trap thing, so... Oh, there you go. But good stuff. Definitely not worth uh, it. How about you, Kieran the Tall? How's your run and me going? Well, as I said before, I put a bit of effort into getting up the Gold Coast for my half marathon debut. I had to leave quite literally two weeks early to get here. Um, and I just got away in time before the isolation order come, came in. So said if you've been in Sydney since a certain date, you now have to isolate for two weeks. And I just got out of Sydney in time before that. And because that was retrospective, and I just got also just got here before they shut the border to Greater Sydney as well. So, um, I've, and I've been here now almost a week in Gold Coast. I was up in Cox Harbour before that. Been, training's been going well. Obviously, a little bit interrupted and stressful to get here, but for me, well worth it, and I'm, I'm really happy I did get here. Um, I think mentally last week I wasn't in the best spot, but now I'm feeling a lot more relaxed and ready to go and excited. It's just, I think, with running, a lot of people think that to have a good race, everything needs to be perfect, whereas to have a good race, you have to be mentally strong and good at overcoming things and good at, I guess, showing how much you want it. So I'm, I'm, ha I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to race. And, look, I'm not overly fond of the wearing a mask at the start of a race rule, but at the end of the day, in this day and age, you've just got to take the opportunities you can get because they are few and far between, and they're just getting less and less at the moment, unfortunately, with this COVID situation. So... Time-wise, I don't know what I'm going to run, but I'm thinking something... If, if, if I'm going to take a guess, because everyone's going to ask, something in the 60 degrees would be nice. Anything yeah. more than bonus, I think. So, Considering I'm running 28s on the road, I think asking for something in the 60 degrees is realistic. We'll see. 
guys. It's good, man. It's good. We'll love to hear. So now, burritos oh. and the effect they have had on athletics. <laughs> it is something unparalleled to any other sport that some sort of food can put the whole sport in turmoil, questioning its integrity. So, boys, what are your thoughts? Man. I think, oh, I think bullshit, to be honest. I think if you're, if, and like, what are the PBs increase like from like the, the couple of years ago to now? Like running, barely breaking 15 to then running like 14, 30 or something and basing that off eating a burrito. Very good. Like, it, it's just... Okay, so oh here's why I am sus. Hang on, let me just put my rice in the water because I'm just trying to cook my dinner. Come bad timing. Um, here is why I am sus. The level of nandrolone in Shelby Hullahan's system, I know I'm going to get a bit of hate from this from some people, but it was much higher than just eating one burrito. You would yeah. To get this yeah. much nandrolone in, you have to eat a lot of pork. I'm talking if you were in an eating competition, you probably, and you're a professional eater, you would not be able to eat that much pork. And yeah. also, the burrito she had was a beef burrito, not a pork burrito. And I, I look, I'm just going to put it out there that these professional teams, you've got to be suspicious of. They have a lot of access and a lot of money to drugs. Nandrolone is not a very easy drug to get. It is like most doctors could not get it for you. You'd have to get it through the black market or a very specific doctor. I'm, look, I'm not going to go out there and say she's definitely guilty because I don't know enough about this, but I'm suspicious of a lot of these top athletes just because... Some of the stuff they do is too good to be true, speaking from an exercise physiology point of view. And I think that the, when an athlete joins a group and they improve too quickly, you've got to be, you've got to look into that. Well said, mate. Well said. Yes. Any other thoughts, boys? Um, Mo Farah not making the Olympics. Oh, and period. Yeah, Timothy Chariot. Oh, Donovan Brazier as well. Mm. Shit. Look, okay, I'm kind of not surprised about Mo Farah because he hasn't, he hasn't really raced on the track. You can't, no matter how good you are, you can't rock up and expect to make the Olympics in a truck event when you haven't raced track practically years. No is is, he, is he not trying again tomorrow, though? I think I heard that. It's his last day. I'm not sure. Huh? It's the last day till it cuts off, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and was he not? I think I'm... Someone said that they were trying again tomorrow, mm. which is Tuesday the 29th. They were, they'd be trying. You're right. But, I mean, still, he ran like 27.40 something, was it? 47 or something? 27.50, yeah. yeah. He still has to cut off 37 seconds. No, 27 seconds. I just think you can't, no matter how good you are, you can't just expect to make, make it. It's like... It's like me being a car, race car driver and not racing on the circuit for three years and then going off and win the World Cup. Like, like, go home, mate. I, I, think you, I think if you want to make it, you've got to be more, more committed. And I know he's been training hard, but when, track is very different to road racing. And has, has, Mo Farah, has he made the marathon, Great Britain team? No, no he hasn't. Why, why not? Well, he, he, didn't, he didn't run the trials. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that was the one that Chris Thompson won. Yeah, he didn't run the trials. 
Damn. He was too busy oh, he, doing. He was too busy on a reality TV show. Yeah, he's messed up big time. Very good. Maybe he should just hang up the spikes. Just I think him. he's he's won enough. Yeah. It's going to be a weird Olympics not seeing both Donovan Brazier and Mo Farah and a few other key players. I feel like the young the young boys, the young dogs are starting to come up and eat. It's good. To, it's really good to see because I feel like the game's been the same for a couple of years now. Mm. Yeah, and Mo Farah, even if he did the marathon, it's not like he's going to win that. He's run 205 and he's versing people that are running like 20, sub 203 consistently. It, Which, I'm, I'm going to put it out there now. If you run in a fast marathon, anyone that's not at least a 204 guy, you're not going to win. Yeah. I think... I think and if they do, know, then that's it's, soft. It's going to be very hot at this marathon too because I know, I know this because I've looked up where it is in um, Japan. It's going to be extremely hot and humid. That's why a lot of our Australian marathons have been up in Cairns training. I've noticed the same thing. You need to acclimatise to your race conditions, and a lot of people don't do it, and they think they can just rock up and get a bit of a shock when they don't perform. Like, in, like when I'm going to a race that's a completely different climate, I get there at least a week or two before, if, I, if possible, because I think you, your body just can't handle such a change, especially when it's our winter. Mm. Like, you're going from a cold place to a hot place, and you just can't expect your body to be able to perform. It's... It's basic sports science and exercise physiology. Oh, yeah, well said, mate. Well said. You want to talk about Matty Clark? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Matty Clark. Well, I should have got a call, yeah. I think. Good on him, first. An absolute, absolute top bloke, first off. He's an absolute legend. One of the best people for the sport. Represents track and field so well. Um, just the pure determination and grit. And just the guts to... Well, he raced Friday night, and he was 0.13 off. Flies back to the cold South Australia and tries again. And the athletics community that came out to support that, it was just... They made me proud to be a member of the athletics community, really. Not you, Kale. <laughs> hey, you're not me. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, Kale did not awesome. show up. That's just... Can we say that again? Kale, Kale did not show up. For some work-related reasons, I could not show up. But yeah. I tuned into the live stream, and I did message... Um, who was it? Annie Kiddo the night before to tell Clarky, I'm sorry that I won't be able to be there, So and tell him good luck, so... I tried to play my role, even though I couldn't do that, but, yeah. that's it. For you boys that were there, how was it? Epic. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also had the, um, where was she from, Jack? Queensland. Another steepler. Oh, Ben Ryan. No. Yeah, that's the one. No, it wasn't. Her name is Cara. No, I just said Cara, Ben Ryan. Oh. Yeah, yeah, she has. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. I don't know. I think they both. I. They both like showed. It was weird because we were right up next to the track, and you watch their like face as they come round. And like every time someone yelled something, you just see it in their face. Like it. 
Sign yells like, oh, come on, dig deep. Like, you could physically see him, like, going, fuck, this is, like, the Olympics that I want. I want this. And you can see it in their face, like, the grit and the... It's, like, different. Like, you see it in a normal race, and you're like, oh, that guy wants to win the race. But, like, when they're by themselves, literally, there's just one person on the track. Because when Max dropped off, it was just Matt. Like, it was weird. It was time-trialing, but... I don't know. It was special. It was nice to watch. Factual. Look, i got to say, for the guys that are taking risks and just continually showing up and trying to make it and doing their best, I can't respect. I can't say I respect that, that more, more than enough. Like, it's just... It shows, it shows how much they really want it. And you've got to want it in this sport and you've got to take the risks. Yeah. And... I don't know... It, it does seem somewhat, but the way, uh, what what's a better selection sort of system for the event? The, the US, their system with the just the top three in the no, one race ticket? No, or, no. so you reckon the points system and the qualifiers yeah. that we sort of have it? Yeah. I, I don't, no, I don't like the points. I like the, so the time. I think time. And, I think time. And if you win, and if you win nationals, you get that, like, you know, the pedestal. Yeah. You, the get, you get the points is top. rigged. The points is rigged because if someone is in a really stacked race and they run, like, a lot slower than the qualifier, they still get a lot of points for that mm. because they're in a high-quality race. Yeah. And that's and they can knock off some people who've run a quicker time than them, but in a, like, an F-class race or something. So, basically, if you, Which, have, if you have money and you can travel, you're in. Yeah. And if you have quick friends that are part of quick teams, that also helps. So. I did meet on the Gold Coast. There were a lot of good people that didn't get invited to that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like this half-secret meet. Like, I didn't get invited to it. I know a lot of other people that are running well that didn't get invited to it. I don't know how, or how you were invited or who sent the invites out, but I feel like there is a bit of exclusivity in this sport that I don't like. I think we we need to give everyone the opportunity, and there's not definitely not equal opportunity in the sport in in some stages. Oh yeah, it probably doesn't help the athletes either. Like, I was talking to Maddie Clark after, um, Dad, you were still there, um, and I asked him what yeah. it was like at the track in Queensland, and he said it was dead, like no one there at all. Now imagine if they had just hyped it up a little bit, invited a couple more athletes, like. Yeah, you're in danger of someone else running quicker than you and get and stealing your spot, but end of the day, it helps you run quicker, helps everyone else run quicker. I mean, look what look what Athletics SA did with supporting two athletes trying to make the Olympics. Yeah, they got nearly the majority of the running community out to a track on a cold Sunday morning to support these two athletes and. Imagine if they had done that in Kent or Queensland, whatever it was. I'll say that's respect of uh, Adam Diddick. Like, yeah, I spoke to him on the he because he did the long run with us, and I was speaking to him, and he said he planned it out weeks ago, like um, that the Winter Throws Cup would have a steeplechase in it because it has to be done at a certain time and official for IAAF to know or World Athletics. I don't, I don't think we need to, with some of these races, we, you've got to have some more people in them. 
you've got to try and put on more fast races, and I'm, it's starting to happen in Australia, but just still not enough. I think we need, we need firstly we need more paces, we need more races. We just I feel like we need to work on growing the sport more, and we need to work on getting opportunities for ourselves and other people more, because I feel like there are periods where people want to run quick, but we rock up and it's not either not a fast race or it's not a pacer or there's only very limited numbers of like five k's or ten k's or steeple chases. I feel like we I feel like we just need to try and grow this sport in general. Yeah. I'm gonna wrap us up with Jack. We're both gonna share a Kobe quote, so I don't want to be the next Michael Jordan. I want I only want to be Kobe Bryant. Be yourself. Be true to you. Do you? Chase your goals, chase your dreams. Don't try and be anyone else because only be the best version of yourself. This Kobe quote, I feel like I'm going to fucking stuff it up. But I feel like it's fitting after we talked about Matty Clark for a little bit. You know, it was a rainy day and he tried his best. So everything negative, pressure, challenges, it's all an opportunity for me to rise. And that's the podcast. Let's go. Follow me. All these snitches calling me, all your girls be calling me. No, don't like you, agree to disagree. I'm proud of this and I'm proud of me. I'm the man with the master key. Open thoughts, my devotees. Got these expertise. Follow me, all these snitches calling me.